And so I, I ended up losing some of the properties that I purchased during that time frame. So again, watch the timing. Uh, when most people are buying, it's time to get out. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode and the interview with our best ever guests, I want to mention FunNet Flip because FunNet Flip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on, uh, or the main two things, are the deal and the money. Uh, so if you've got the deal pipeline, but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, uh, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt. And uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, so go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health and they make the whole process really easy and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you and on average they can save you 400 bucks a year and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever. That's S-T-R-I-D-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash best ever. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and this show is all about cutting out that fluffy stuff, getting straight to the real estate investing advice that moves your business forward, helps you make more money, and you know helps you be more effective with your time, which I think is what it really all boils down to. With us today, we have an expert who specializes in self-directed IRAs with checkbook control, and he'll help identify why, why he makes that distinction and why I'm repeating that distinction. He is the founder of Sense Financial. You can say hi to him at sensefinancial.com. That's S-E-N-S-E, financial.com. He is an investor. He's also an investor. He has single family homes in various states across the U.S. And he's a broker, a real estate broker in California. He's based in Orange County, California, but he immigrated from Russia in 1996 and non-real estate related, in addition to that immigration fact, is he has eight other brothers. So it was a very busy household, I imagine. With that being said, let me introduce you to our best ever guest, Dmitry Fomichenko. Dmitry Fomichenko. How you doing, Dmitry? Joe, thank you for a great introduction. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. 
My pleasure, my friend. And to kick things off, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Well, uh, what I can do, Joe, is just kind of tell you, you know, a little bit about my background and uh, why I'm doing what I'm doing right now, how I end up doing what I'm doing. So uh, I'm going to try to be brief uh, on this. But um, as you mentioned, uh, yes, I did immigrate uh, with my family back uh, in 1996 from Russia and I uh, came here with no money, uh, didn't speak any English. So basically had to start from the ground. And, um, you know, went to school to study English as a second language. I My background is in electro manufacturing engineering. That's what I went to school for back in Russia. And uh, uh, so that's what I've been doing for several years here as well. But then when the uh, recession hit, I got laid off uh, and basically transitioned uh, from uh, engineering into financial services. And I was helping folks uh, save for the retirement uh, get out of that, plan for the college education and so forth. And in 2001, I started investing in real estate. I was introduced to uh, real estate investing, was invited to one of the meetings uh, locally here in uh, Southern California. And uh, so in parallel to my financial planning career, I started uh, real estate investing. And over the years, what I learned is that I just wasn't comfortable uh, making investment recommendations to my clients into conventional investments, stocks and mutual funds. And uh, uh, because I experienced myself that my real estate portfolio was growing much quicker and I had much greater control over it comparing to my uh, conventional portfolio in, uh, in my retirement accounts. So uh, I kind of phased out of the financial planning and I went into full-time real estate investing and uh, was working with a real estate investment uh, firm locally, helping uh, investors buy turnkey properties uh, in uh, various locations across the U.S. And then uh, in 2010, that's uh, actually back in 2009 when uh, we were working with a lot of folks and people... uh, uh, still had money to invest and uh, w- had the desire to invest. It was a good time to invest at that time, but uh, they didn't either had a credit or the credit was messed up. Maybe they lost property into foreclosure or short sale because of the market. And so people were looking for alternatives. And I knew it was possible to invest in real estate with uh, your retirement account. So I basically started researching this topic, uh, meeting with industry experts, and uh, uh, just use that information along with my experience in uh, retirement planning and knowing all the retirement accounts. In 2010, I started Sense Financial to help uh, people use the retirement accounts to invest in real estate. And uh, that's pretty much all we are doing right now. And like you said, yes, our niche is retirement accounts with checkbook control. So and I consider that a truly self-directed uh, IRA or 401k because uh, you're truly in total control of your retirement account. So th- that's a brief background. Feel free to ask questions if you want to clarify any of, any of that. Oh, I don't want to ask any questions. It was great having you on the show and we'll talk to you soon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I like to, I do want to ask questions about the self-directed IRA with checkbook control, but before I asked questions about that. You came here to the United States in 1996 and you said, 
with no money and you didn't speak the language. You didn't speak English. Describe the first three months of what that's like. Well, you know, the first three, three, it was kind of fun. You know, I had some cousins here and uh, the cousins uh, helped us and they took us around and showed us places, took us to the beach. And I remember it was October and we went and, you know, jumped into the water and we were swimming because we came from kind of four season weather and uh, it's going to be tough to jump into uh, into ocean now in October, but uh, th- that's one of the things I remember. You know, when they took us first time to the beach, you know, we all just jumped in and had fun. So that th- that was kind of you know, first few months were kind of fun, you know, because we didn't really, we were just kind of exploring and seeing things around. But then, uh, kind of reality kicked in, and we had to go to school and study the language, and uh, we had to go to work. and And my very first job was working at some assembly line at the minimum wage 475 at that time so that's what i was earning uh, at my very first job you know without any uh, english uh, just a very very basic few words so that, that's kind of the beginning how were you paying for school if you didn't have any money well, the school was uh, like a community type of uh, program for uh, English uh, second language uh, type of school. And uh, uh, then we took some classes at, uh, I think the, the community school was no cost. And then I took some community uh, college uh, classes, which were just a nominal fee. So did you move here with anybody or did you move here on your own? Well, I moved here with my entire family. So uh, nine of us, you know, nine boys, uh, eight of my brothers and, and my parents. None of us were married at that time. And right now, all of us except my little brother are married and, you know, everybody have kids. And so you can imagine the size of the extended family now. <laughs> and it's it's hard to get everybody together at the same time now because about half of my brothers moved out in different states but uh yeah okay yeah yeah and and i the reason why i ask these questions is i find it i always find it inspiring when people move to our country and they don't know the language and they don't have much money and you know they they make a career for themselves and i think that we can study a lot from that your experience and others' experience who have done similar things, especially whenever, yes, as myself, I was born in the United States, whenever I start, if my mind's trained to this point where I don't think this way, but previously, if I thought, well, shoot, I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, I've got it rough. Like, (laughs) at least I know the language, you know, at least I know that some of the basic things that do give me a leg up and it's, it really, kind of reinforces a no excuses mentality that I think we need to have. So thanks for sharing your story. Sure. Now let's talk about the retirement accounts and self-directed IRAs. Help me understand. So whenever I think of a self-directed IRA, I think it comes with, and I don't have a self-directed IRA. I have an IRA, but I haven't done a self-directed. I thought it came with a ability to write a check for what I want, since it's a self-directed IRA, since I myself is directing where the funds go. Yeah, that's actually not the correct understanding of a self-directed IRA. So let me explain you the self-directed IRA. 
basically, you said you have an IRA, right? And your IRA is with a custodian, right? Like Fidelity or Schwab, right? You, you, who's yep. your custodian? Yep, Fidelity. Fidelity. Okay, so Fidelity is your custodian, and custodian is required by the IRS with an IRA. So basically, uh, whenever you have an IRA, you have to open it with a custodian, which is a trust company, and they hold in your money on behalf of your IRA. And that's, like I said, is required by the IRS. So when you open a self-directed IRA, the difference between your Fidelity IRA, Fidelity IRA places investment restrictions on your account because the reason they do that, they want you to invest in the products that they sell, which is stocks and mutual funds. So the IRS does not have this limitation, but the custodian that your account is with places those limitations because, again, they want you to to invest in what they sell, the products that they offer, because that's how they make money. Now, with self-directed IRA, custodian does not place any investment limitations, but still, your money is with the custodian. So, for example, there is a several uh, major names out there, Equity Trust, uh, N-Trust, and a few others. Pensco, right? So basically, when you open up an account with one of, one of the self-directed IRA custodians, your money is with them, and now you tell them what to invest in. Now, the major advantage of self-directed IRA is now you have the ability to do other alternative investments uh, in addition to just the conventional stocks and mutual funds. So you can tell your custodian, hey, I want to buy a rental property with my IRA. So you have to submit special documents. You have to submit some requests. They will be signing the, the documents. The custodian will take the title to the property on behalf of your IRA. And uh, uh, so basically, they, they act as a middleman. That's how a self-directed IRA works. Uh, so, you know, like I said, the advantage is uh, you can invest in alternative assets, but the disadvantage is you don't have direct access to to your investments. So even though you direct the custodian, but you don't have direct control over your money. And that's where the checkbook IRA comes in or, or self-directed IRA with the checkbook control. And this vehicle gives the investor total control, the checkbook control over his retirement account. Help me tactically understand that distinction as far as not having control with you know, a traditional custodian through a self-director IRA. Can you give me an example of that? Sure. Like what I could and couldn't do? Sure. Yeah. So basically, it's not that you don't have a control. You do have a control, but you don't have direct control. So like I said, if you wanted to buy investment property with a custodial account, you can, but you got to go through a custodian. So they will, you tell them you want to do this, they will execute the transaction on your behalf. And another disadvantage, there there are fees. So every time you make the transaction or make the investment, there's going to be fees charged by the custodian because that's how they make money. Now, how checkbook IRA works is you, we create a special purpose limited liability company, an LLC. So it's a single member LLC and it's created specifically to be owned by your IRA. So when you create a self-directed IRA custodial account and then the LLC is created, then the account holder or the investor instructs the custodian, hey, I want to invest in this LLC. And, uh, you know, once all the proper paperwork is provided, then the IRA buys units of the LLC. The custodial custodian will cut the check into the LLC name and the check is mailed uh, to the account holder. And then account holder takes that check, 
goes to the local bank, opens up the account for the LLC, deposits the check in there, and now the account holder as a manager of the LLC have control over the IRA funds directly with the checkbook. So whenever he wants to make an investment, he's not making it in the name of the IRA, he's making it in the name of the LLC. Yeah, that makes sense. LLC is owned by the IRA, so it's still inside of an IRA, but the LLC is used to provide the checkbook control. Why wouldn't, if just kind of understanding the business model for your company, and I know you have a good answer for this, so help me understand why, if I had something with a traditional custodian, if I had a self-directed IRA with a traditional custodian, and I wanted to say buy a house, an apartment building, or whatever it was, why don't I just tell that traditional custodian, I'm actually buying this LLC and I'm going to make some moves within this LLC. So just put the money into this, write me a check to this LLC and then I'll invest in whatever I want. I'm not sure I understand your question. So you're saying, why can't you do that or? Yeah, because basically what you're saying, but I I know I'm, I'm missing something. That's why I'm trying to identify what I'm missing. You're saying the difference between a self-directed IRA and a checkbook IRA is that the checkbook IRA is an LLC. And within the LLC, you can invest in whatever you want, Correct. assuming that it adheres to you know certain guidelines. Sure. So I'm asking, why wouldn't I, Joe Fairless, if I have a self-directed IRA, just tell my custodian, for example, Equity Trust or Intrust or Pensco, I want to invest in an LLC, so a single member LLC, and then do it myself versus go to your company. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, and and that's the thing. You you need to have a certain expertise. The LLC needs to be set up specifically to be owned by the uh, IRA. It's a special purpose single member LLC. There needs to be special language when the LLC documents are filed with the Secretary of State. There needs to be special language in the uh, LLC operating agreement. So it needs to be done properly. And then uh, also, if you do it yourself, that might be looked at uh, as a prohibited transaction because you're the disqualified person to your IRA. So it needs to be done properly by the third party. Got it. Okay. So a combination of it might be a prohibited transaction because we are investing in something that we own. I know there's some rules on that with IRAs. In addition, just making sure the legal language and everything's correct. Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. Understand. All right. Dimitri, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Well, the best thing for uh, probably for quite a few number of folks will be to invest using a ROT. Now, and ROT can be a ROT IRA or ROT 401k. And when you invest using a ROT uh, 401k, then all the gains and all of the incomes that you generate going to be tax-free when you uh, take them out at the retirement. And your contributions can come out even before you retire tax-free as well because you already paid taxes on the contributions. So, you know, our government is uh, uh, broke. Uh, I know in California, California is broke, and uh, they look in, uh, at every possible way to, to get money from you. Same thing with the federal government. Things are just not looking very well right now. The the spending is out of control. And, you know, this is just the basic mathematics. If you don't, if you spend more money than, than what you make, then, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be nice. And that's where our country is headed. So I expect taxes going to go up. You know, they, they already are. And so 
for most folks who want to be able to invest in a tax-free uh, environment and who want to uh, generate tax-free income, using a Roth uh, 401k is a great vehicle to create some of the income that's going to be tax-free. And best ever listeners, I think what would be good is if you, in addition to this interview, you also listen to the interview I did with Tom Wheelwright, who is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki's personal CPA. And hear his advice. He also talks about a Roth IRA and investing. And he talks about how it's for regular IRAs, he does not recommend investing in real estate. But for Roth, that would be the one IRA that he would recommend. But there are some contingencies that he lists out. And I recommend that you listen to that interview right after this one. So just Google my name and Tom Wheelwright and that interview will come up. I just want to add a quick comment. When I talk about investing in real estate with your IRA, I don't specifically mean you buy rental properties because you know that, that could be uh, and that could be a great investment uh, opportunity. But I want to emphasize that if you have a choice, if you have the option to buy real estate in your own name, like if you have the money, buy real estate in your own name because you're going to get some tax advantages with an IRA. You don't get the tax benefits of the depreciation when you buy inside of your IRA. So I specifically like trust deeds or doing a private lending out of your IRA. I do have several uh, trust deeds in my Roth 401k, and uh, this is a tax-free income that you're gaining. You know, if you own notes in your own name, this income is going to be taxed every year. But if you have that inside of your retirement account, you're able to shelter that initially, and then if it's a rot, it's, it's a tax-free income for the rest of your life. And, and uh, the, the great part, it's passive. So again, uh, there is more to, than just owning rentals when you talk about real estate investments. Uh, so th- that's one of the alternatives that I think is worth mentioning. Yes, yes. Thank you for clarifying and adding that option because, yeah, that makes sense. You know, with real estate, the structures, we've got depreciation and stuff, but then, you know, so often I was going to say we, but I'll say I get focused on the actual structure versus other things like trust deeds and, and private lending that you can do through through the IRA or your Roth IRA. So thank you for mentioning that. All right, my friend, you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. Okay. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. If you need money for your flipping project, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. You'll know within 30 seconds if you're approved or not to get money for your residential flip. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Dimitri, I'm going to ask you uh, this question, and I'd like for you to answer it both in English and in Russian. What's the best ever book you've read? Bible. Biblia. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to do a... We'll do this game later whenever you have a longer answer to. <laughs> All right. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it? Just in English. Well, one of the best experiences was actually uh, some of the mistakes that I made in uh, real estate. And uh, what I learned is actually the timing. Timing is really important when it comes to real estate investing. So I, I started investing in 2001. And I did really good on a few of my uh, properties initially, but then I kind of continued to buy. Part of it was greed, I do admit that. And another mistake that I made is I did not listen to my wife. I should have listened to my wife. She told me, that's enough. Uh, (laughs) So uh, that was a mistake. And I learned from that. 
you know, it's important to listen to your to your uh, better half, and also it's important to watch the timing. You know, uh, just like most folks know about this when it comes to stock market, right? Buy low and sell high. Well, guess what? The same is uh, applicable to real estate, and uh, you, you kind of gotta go against the crowd. When most people are getting into real estate, it's time to get out, and when uh, most people are scared about uh, investing in real estate. It's probably there are some great buys, great opportunities out there. Best ever deal you've done? I'm not sure if this is the best one. I need to a uh, few minutes to think about that. But one that comes to mind that uh, you know I think uh, probably one of the best ones was uh, buying uh, one of my uh, rentals. I purchased uh, a hot foreclosure in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, for twenty thousand uh, dollars. Put five thousand dollars into it, and then I owned it for about five years. And over the five years, it, it paid in rent received about uh, one and a half times of what I paid for it. Then uh, property had a fire. I got an insurance claim on that. I got it fixed for about half of what I paid and I sold the property. So, th- th- you know, overall, probably tripled the money on that uh, little property. So th- that was a great, one of the great deals that I did. What was the cause of the fire? The cause of fire was... Uh, in the Arctic, some electrical uh, electrical failure. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? The best project uh, I'm excited is uh, my uh, upcoming ebook. It's called the IRA Makeover, and uh, the subtitle of that is Proven uh, Strategies to Create Passive Income in Your Retirement Account. And uh, uh, it's uh, it's almost ready. It's an editing right now. It's going to be coming out in uh, in just a, probably a couple of weeks here. And you can get a copy of that on our website, sensefinancial.com. It will be on Amazon as well? We are planning to get it up there as well. Best ever way you like to give back? Well, actually, uh, big on giving back. And uh, we are doing a few things, but for the sake of time, I'm going to mention one that I'm working on right now. I'm actually working with uh, a friend of my wife and, and her brother from childhood. He is in Ukraine uh, working with orphans, and he asked me to help him start a nonprofit here in the U.S. so he can raise the support for that. So th- that's something that I'm starting to work on. and pretty excited about it. What is the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? And you mentioned, you kind of alluded to it earlier, but you may be getting some more specifics. Sure. Well, you know, the biggest mistake was the uh, buying at the wrong time. You know, and that was about uh, year 2005 when I uh, purchased several properties and it it was kind of not exactly the very peak, but it was kind of up there. And so I I ended up losing some of the properties that I purchased uh, during that time frame. So again, watch the timing. Uh, When most people are buying, it's time to get out. And uh, when uh, people are scared to, to buy real estate, there are some great buys out there. So watch the timing. Just like it's applicable to the stock market, the same thing applies to real estate. Buy low and sell high. You know, th- there right. is a number of other strategies out there. You can make money in any market, but generally, uh, uh, if you follow this advice, you'll be successful. What was one of those properties? Was it a four unit that you were mentioning earlier? No, that was, uh, I actually purchased a brand new house in, uh, in a development in, in Florida. And uh, uh, it just, you know, it, it dropped in value significantly. Rents have dropped. 
and so so it had a negative cash flow and eventually I had to get rid of it. Lost money on it. And can you summarize that very quickly and say that in Russian? Sure. Купил один дом, он упал в цене, доход понизился на него, и мне пришлось от него избавиться. I just love it when I have bilingual guests on the show. <laughs> I just have so much fun with that. All right, what's the best ever place the listeners can reach you? The place they can reach me? Yeah, where can they get a hold of you? Uh, what what your contact information? Yeah, so uh, actually my direct phone number is 949-228-9393 or you can always get in touch with me through my website. Uh, sensefinancial.com, which is a very educational website, by the way. There's lots of resources for you to learn about investing and specifically about investing with your IRA or 401k. Dimitri, thank you for being on the show and sharing your advice with the best ever listeners and sharing with us your background and your, you know, as it relates to your immigration to the United States and what it was like. Initially, it was a whole lot of fun, but then reality set in when you didn't have much money and you didn't know the language. And as you said, your first job was an assembly line worker making minimum wage, $4.75, not knowing English. And then, you know, you educated yourself. Fortunately, you also had a, I I suspect, a, a good support group with your eight other brothers and your parents arriving with you. But boy, that's quite challenging and uh, it's very inspirational. For me personally, at least, it's inspirational. I find it. And then also talking about, I mean, clearly there was a theme here, self-directed IRAs where you have the ability to write checks on behalf of your IRA. And you made the distinction between just a, a regular IRA where you don't have the checkbook control compared to a IRA that is essentially you're, you're you have an LLC, a single member LLC or as you said a special purpose single member LLC and you have a checkbook that has that name on your checkbook and then you're writing checks on behalf of that and a couple of the things you made points of distinction I'm glad you did the tax advantages that you receive in regular real estate investing you don't get with the IRA however you can invest in other things within this checkbook IRA and you mentioned a couple where you know trust deeds and private lending so thank you for for being on the show educating me and I'm sure some of the best ever listeners on this topic and sharing your advice as well and I hope you have a best ever day yeah it's been a pleasure I had fun Joe thank you for inviting me I want to mention Fund That Flip because Fund That Flip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on uh, or the main two things are the deal and the money. Uh, So if you've got the deal pipeline but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, a, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. Familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital, 
for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt. And uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, so go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health and they make the whole process really easy and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you and on average they can save you 400 bucks a year and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever. That's S-T-R-I-D-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash best ever. 